0: y'all. We have been talking about this for a while. We have talked about it on every episode her and I have done together. And we have something finally in the works for you as an entrepreneur. We present to you the reframe. The
1: reframe. A wellness retreat for entrepreneurs. For the spiritual entrepreneur. For the spiritual entrepreneur.
0: So what is the reframe? Well, Kelly and I have obviously been on our own spiritual journeys. Kelly has been on a spiritual journey since she walked out of the womb. We all have. See? (laughs) I have been on one really deeply for the last few years. And what... We have come to realize and know and all of these tools and skills that we've used in our own businesses to become the entrepreneurs that we are today, we want to give you. So the reframe was really born out of the need to give entrepreneurs, spiritual entrepreneurs, a place to recharge, a place to ground yourself, a place to learn, a place to be enlightened, and ultimately a place to connect with other like-minded
1: people. Absolutely. I mean, we are given tools all the time from different type of perspectives, and now we have a spiritual perspective to use these tools to help you be the best type of entrepreneur in the business and help you connect with the clientele and manifest the clientele that you want.
0: And maybe you're like, I'm not really an entrepreneur. I would like to be, this is also for you. Like the the tools that we're gonna give you, the modalities that we're gonna practice at this retreat are going to be transformational for anyone, whether you have one business, a half a business or 19 businesses. It is taking place June 5th, Saturday, June 5th. In Palm Desert, Palm Springs, Palm Desert, Joshua Tree, it's in the desert of California. And I know what you're thinking, Danielle, I don't live there. Well, we're going to have a virtual ticket and we will have three tiers total of different ticket prices that you can have. So tier one will be the virtual ticket, which will give you access to the workshops, the classes, all the things that we do throughout the day. You will have virtual access to that. That price is 111. one 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 baby one, one one. The second tier is our all access pass, which is for anyone who wants to make the trek to the desert with us and stay at this beautiful home. Uh, for the day, which will be, it will include a sound bath. It's going to include Reiki. It's going to include breath work. Maybe some yoga. Delicious food. Awesome workshops. Breakout sessions. All the things that you'll need to recharge, and you'll get to do it in person. And that price is set at three thirty-three. And then we have something very special called the VIP inner circle, and that is all of the things we just listed. Plus, you get an invitation to stay in the house with us that night, including a very intimate dinner, uh, an acoustic performance. There will be a pool. There'll be a jacuzzi. It'll just be a time that you can get like a one-on-one past life regression reading with Kelly. We can talk human design. We can You can connect with the other people. And we have very, very limited space for that. And that is a ticket that is set at 555, which will include your entire stay. Yes. I just really hope that whether you can join us virtually or in person, you really make this a priority and you do it with us because this is something, right, Kelly? Like we've been talking about this for months and mm-hmm. the way that mine and Kelly's brain works is it just like kind of creates in our brains. And then when it's ready, it just like bleeds and oozes out of us. And
1: I think that's where we're at. It, def- it definitely does. Like every time we talk about just our sp- our own spiritual journeys, they match up and they come from different perspectives, which is so beautiful. And we both explain them differently. And I think that's what's so great for any type of entrepreneur is that, that you're going to get so many different angles to work with when it comes to being fulfilled in who you are and in your divine and stepping into your divine truth and using that to help build a better version in your of being in your business.
0: This is not a like business coaching class that you're coming to. This is a spiritual wellness retreat. So it does not matter what your business is, whether you're in network marketing, whether you're in the photography industry, whether you are in the real estate business, whether you make faux fur panties on the internet, (laughs) you could have an OnlyFans account. I don't care. Any entrepreneur, any person who is entrepreneurial minded or in need of a spiritual wellness retreat. Is welcome and we would love to have you. And registration is officially open. And we're not doing the thing where we raise the prices at the last minute. We just want this to feel like a full body yes. If we're if we're talking about this and you're getting that feeling inside of you that we've been getting talking about it, I'm going to tell you that you gotta just go for it. You gotta just go for it because. Anything, any other feeling than that is just your ego trying to keep you the same. And I can promise you, when you leave this weekend with us, you will not be the same.
1: Absolutely. And if you're probably thinking, like, well, I'm not a spiritual person, I don't do any of this woo woo stuff, even just to come and be around energy that will help hype you up. If you're feeling stuck in your business or anything, or just even wanting a different type of view and perspective of things, come hang out with us, feel our energy. And I hope that I'll reset and recharge you. See you soon. Hi.
0: Welcome to On The Daily Season 2, a podcast focusing on authentic and acoustic entrepreneurship. My name is Danielle McCleary. I am your host. Y'all, I just left a nine-year fitness career to pursue full-time entrepreneurship, so I am in the trenches with you, but I got big dreams of being a millionaire and helping other people to become millionaires as well. So together, we're going from stuck to unstoppable, and I'm so excited that you're here for this ride. Let's freaking go. On the Daily Family, welcome back. Today's episode is with Natalie McMillan. She is a jewelry designer, lifestyle like she is the owner and founder of Natalie McMillan, the jewelry and lifestyle brand. So she has jewelry, she has apparel, she has fragrance. There's so many things this girl offers. But the best part perhaps is that we're born on the same day. So we are both Sagittariuses and I was really into this conversation because you know I think in entrepreneurship everybody wants to talk or the reason why a lot of people don't jump into entrepreneurship is because they feel like they have to follow the rules that are set out by society which are like get a job, stay in that job, get benefits, 401k, all the things and I'm just kind of like not into that life and it was so refreshing to talk to somebody who basically says like sometimes you have to break the rules to like figure out who you are and that's exactly what she did and she graduated school and started this this business and is growing it and like the way that she's been growing it and like we talked so much about about marketing in this episode we talked so much about you know how to kind of let go of the expectations of other people and really do what sets your soul on fire and I just think you're really gonna love this episode so go listen and if you have not registered virtually or in person for the reframe hosted by Kelly Balch and I I really hope that you do come find me on the Instagram space. I am Danielle underscore on the daily. And with that, I give you Natalie McMillan. On the daily family today, we have Natalie McMillan on the show. She is the founder and creator of the jewelry and lifestyle brand, Natalie McMillan. Welcome to the show.
2: Thank you for having me. I'm actually so excited to be here. I was just listening to um, your episode on masculine and feminine energy, which is so hard for me. So I'm like writing down the tips, you know? It's hard for every, I think every entrepreneur,
0: but especially every female in entrepreneurship. Yeah. We are, but it's how we're like, we're told that we have to be masculine. Like you have to stay in that masculine energy. We're not told, but it's like this implication. And so we've all gotten so, so, so stuck in it. So 100%. That's, all, that's all of us, girl.
2: <laughs> oh my God. It's tough to get out of. It's just like such a learned behavior. Mm-hmm so hard to just like unlearn it, Mm -hmm. you know?
0: It's hard to just receive because we are it's ingrained into us that if we're not producing, if we're not working, if we're not action, 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 then we're not successful.
2: Yeah. A hundred percent. Well, tell me about your brand. Tell me about how that started. So it started, I had just graduated college and I I had no idea what I was going to do until like my last semester in college and I ended up in a jewelry class, and I was like, oh, okay, I can do this. I was getting my art degree, and, um, you know, I was getting towards the end and just thinking, okay, I can paint. I don't know. I don't want to be a painter, though. I don't really know where I'm headed here, so got in the jewelry class and decided, I'm just gonna, I'm kind of good at this. I'm just gonna make jewelry, Mm -hmm. so I started my line. I graduated in May and I started my line that August. How um, fast. Yeah. I was, well, I'm very determined. Yeah. Um, masculine energy. And a Sagittarius. <laughs> very Sag. Are you a Sag? Yeah, yes. Oh I have God. like
0: six Sagittarius planets in my chart.
2: Me too. Me too. I'm like full Sag, like Sag stellium, the whole yeah. nine. Same. <gasps> what day is your birthday? December 20th. Are you? fucking kidding me. Are you December 20th? Yeah. <gasps> oh my
0: God. Oh what my year? God. 93. I'm 87, but that's all right. Okay. You are now the second person with the exact same birthday I've interviewed on this show. Oh my God. Who's the other one? I my friend, Alacia Citro. She's like, She's also like full-blown entrepreneur, badass, like stellium sag, we're all stelliums, oh my God. which by the way, we're... if you're listening to this, stellium just means you have more than five planets in yeah. sag. It's crazy though, because all of my Sagittarius planets, we are getting so off track. I love this. Um, all of my Sagittarius planets though, are in my second and third house. Like All my first houses are Scorpios.
2: Interesting. I have most of mine in my seventh house. Okay. Yeah. I'm um, like Sag, sun and moon, Scorpio rising. Interesting. Are you Sag Venus too? Yeah. Me too.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Wow. I'm Capricorn, kind of
0: but I'm Capricorn Mars, which I'm Capricorn Mars. That's what I figured. Cause like, that's where that masculine like do, do, do product, product, product comes in.
2: Oh my God. Wow. I'm like going to have to compare our charts after this.
0: Yeah. We're going to have to send each other our (laughs) co-stars. I know, honestly. Um, Okay. So anyway, so you're very determined. May, you graduate. August, you launch a business.
2: Yes. Really had no idea what I was doing, but thought I'm just going to figure it out as I go. Obviously I have no business. I didn't have a business degree. I didn't take a business class. Mm -hmm. I can't do math to save my fucking life. Can I swear? Yes. Save my life. I, you know, so that didn't stop me. I just thought I'm going to do it anyways. And I started out of my mom's garage and I always tell people, because at the time I was making like solid gold, like it was all more fine jewelry. And so it had to have this air of sort of like glamorous, like fancy. And I was in my garage with like no AC, just like sweating. And my cat would bring me dead animals. Mm, Sweet. And and yeah. So I'm like, it was the least glamorous, fancy thing in the world, but nobody knew that at the time. And so then I just kind of grew it from there. I moved to LA two years after I launched, after I started, And I've just kept kind of growing and adding more things in. I added in um, fragrances, apparel, just kind of anything that I wanted to make, I started making it. And that brings us to here. That's awesome. I love that you just kept
0: adding things. Like I think so many people, especially in entrepreneurship, they get stuck because entrepreneurship should be like wherever it goes. But then we even we get stuck in like our lane and we go, oh, no, but that's going to I can't go over there. And so I, I love that you're like,
2: well, this is what feels good today. Well, everybody told me not to do it. I'm sure. Like every everybody that was in my kind of peer group of fellow jewelry designers and small business owners. I even had like a, I worked with like a brand consultant, a jewelry brand consultant, um, just to like kind of run things by her. And she was like, absolutely don't do that. Like stay in your lane. It makes no sense for a jewelry brand to have all these other things. Don't do that. And, and why I, did you do it? Well, first of all, don't tell me what to do. Number one, Sagittarius vibes. I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> but also it just felt like, why the fuck not? Everybody's telling me not to do it, but I, I don't, all of their brands, I don't really see them doing anything fun. And right. I don't want to just be the same exact thing, you know? Right. right. So I just thought, why not? Why not just try? The worst that can happen is it doesn't work. Literally the worst, the worst that can, that can happen. happen. Yeah. So I just went for it. And um, luckily it it really did work. And I was able to just kind of keep adding more things into it. Yeah. Where do you see it going from here? Gosh. So I kind of just see it staying a small business. I've never seen it like I don't want stores. I don't want like uh, flagship places. Maybe I'll change my mind. That's the other great thing about entrepreneurship is like you can change your mind later. Yep. Not like locked into anything. Yeah. But for now, I just kind of see it growing more, adding more um, apparel in. I'm having fun with that right now. Making more jewelry. It's so hard. It's been really hard to make jewelry recently, honestly. Because um, of supply chain? Oh, Yes. Yeah. It's been rough. So, I like, bet. I didn't even think about that.
0: Everything's so hard to get.
2: Yeah. It's been really tough. And then also, the jewelry district, like, kind of at the height of COVID, people were just getting it left and right. Yeah. And so, everything was closed. You couldn't get anything. You couldn't talk to anybody. Right. Um, and that's kind of when I actually pivoted into more apparel stuff. Cause I thought I can't make <laughs> the main thing. So I'm going to have to do other shit. Right. Added a new candle, added a new perfume, added in totes, added in sweatshirts, because again, why not? And yeah. also this is what, these are the cards I'm being dealt. So like, let's make the most of it.
0: Mm-hmm. It's like radical you know? acceptance of the, of the situation.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Because well otherwise I guess I would just be like sad all day. <laughs> I don't know.
0: Right. Well, you know? okay. So that's a good that's a good point because I I, I I think it it leads to a bigger conversation, is that like so often entrepreneurship gets so miserable for people. And I'm like, if I was ever not like fully in love with what I was doing, I couldn't do it. Yeah. Like, and that hasn't always been the case. You know, like I've stayed at jobs way longer than I should have. I've stayed in relationships longer than I should have. I've, I've, you know, beat the dead horse, as they say, like longer than I should have. And I can now say like, after healing from that, like I'll never, I have no energy for anything that is not a full body. Fuck. Yes. Like nothing, nothing.
2: Yes. It's like, I don't know how to describe it, but it's almost like you kind of have to feel those things, like Mm -hmm. the staying in things too long. And I was working retail when I first started my line and it drained me so much. I I hated it, hated it, hated it. But I kind of had to get to that place to be like, I can't do anything else. Totally. I have to do this and it has to work. Yep. Otherwise
0: I don't know what I'm going to do. Yep. I totally know. Yeah. And it's, it, I, I agree. I think you have to, you have to go through those moments in order to figure it out. Like I stayed, I was at soul cycle for almost 10 years. I was instructor there and like, like I just left in November, but I probably knew a year before that, that I was done. And it wasn't until, you know, but you have to, you have to go through that. You have to
2: go through to go. I think I'm done. Yeah. It time. It's a process. And it's also, you know, it's scary, It's It's very terrifying. Well, because we
0: live in a society that teaches us that you, we live in a society that teaches us that if you are not getting your benefits, if you're not getting a 401k, if you're not, you know, putting in your time and trading time for money, then you're not successful. Right. And I think that's, that's part of a bigger conversation, but it's one that like, I just can't subscribe to maybe because I know now that
2: it's not true. Right. Well, the other thing that I've learned just like through the pandemic too is I had a lot of, you know, my dad's like a businessman and, um, I come from, you know, everybody in my town, like went to college and became an accountant and all this stuff. And so I always kind of wasn't, it's not that I was ashamed of what I did, but I just felt like I can't even And talk to people about it because they don't understand it. They just think I'm sitting here all day, I guess. Yeah. Um, But then I really noticed during the pandemic, I was like, what a gift because I still have my health insurance. I still have my job. Like I can't take my own job away from me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. unless I want to. Mm -hmm. And so I, I thought all of this stuff that we've been told that we have to do all these things, like fuck all that. Yeah. I mean, personally, I like paying for my own health insurance because I can write it off. Oh my God. I know. I just did my tax. Oh, I just listened to your tax episode too. Yeah, And I was like, I need to look up this girl that you referenced. Oh yeah, you do. You need Kristen. She's,
0: (laughs) she's a shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. But that's Uh, the other thing is like, we're not taught like tax benefits of entrepreneurship. And like, there's a lot of them.
2: There's, I have no, I still, am just like, kind of like lollygagging along. Like, I mean, I keep very good track of my expenses and everything, but yeah. There's like that part of you that goes, probably could have paid less. Yeah. Right. (laughs) Or like when you were talking about the nails, I was like, I should write my nails off. You should. Because because I probably take pictures with your jewelry. I take pictures with my hands all the time. So, Uh you know, Uh little things like that, that I just don't really consider. Uh Uh-huh
0: any clothes that you wear because you want your clothes to look good with the jewelry that you're wearing. It's all mm-hmm. part of marketing.
2: I know. And see, these are things
0: I don't think about. Because I pay my son I, as a model every year. You what? I pay my son as a model from my corporation. Oh my God. And like, I love that, that. It comes back. It's like, there's like a tax loophole where you can like get that as a write-off later. It's like,
2: yeah, I need this girl. Yeah. I'll send her to you.
0: Um, got <laughs> out Kristen at the accounting collective. Um, okay. So I want to, I want to like you, we, we have, the, we're speaking the same language here. Like, I think I want to talk about this idea that you, there's, there's rules yeah, and then there's not following those rules and going with like your intuition going, I'm, I mean, I'm super into human design and you know, like if your intuition tells you something like that's, that's the direction you go. And yeah. I think so many people get stuck in this, like, Oh but what if it doesn't work out? Well, what if this? What if that? And all those what ifs are really just your ego talking. And I, yeah. I, I love the ego. I'm not like one of those people that's like, kill your ego. Like, no, like I think the ego is there to keep us safe. And mm-hmm. our ego only knows what has happened in the past. And it only knows like, it only knows scarcity. It only knows lack. Yeah. And so at what point do you think as an entrepreneur, you have to be willing to go, okay, I hear that. And I know that you're trying to protect me also though, like I have to break these rules in order to find the success that I'm looking for. Like what moment was that for
2: you? So are you a manifesting generator? I'm a generator. Generator. Okay. I'm a a manifesting generator. Yes. And my like quote unquote, not self thing is being frustrated, which I didn't really know until recently. Let's see, it was like 2019. So I started in 16. So, like, yeah, three years in. Yeah. I just was feeling frustrated. I felt like this isn't totally me. Mm. I feel like I'm trying to make things more like chic and kind of clean. Yeah for, to, to attract that type of customer. And I'm like, why the fuck am I doing that? I'm not that I'm not a chic person. Right. I'm not all this like black and white, clean line, everything like I'm not. So why am I doing it? Right. And it just wasn't even, it was just frustrating because it wasn't even doing well. Right. You know? And I just thought if it's not doing as well as I want and I'm not, it's, it's not completely me. I have to change it. Mm. And that is really when I started leaning into having all these other ideas. Like I remember specifically when I was still in my mom's garage and I thought, oh, what would it, like, I would love to make a perfume, but like, I can't do that. Cause everybody says I can't do that. You know, they'll be confused. It's too confusing to have perfume and jewelry. Like, what do you call yourself? Are you a jewelry designer or what are you? which I still don't really know, but like, who the fuck cares? Lifestyle Um,
1: brand.
0: I think I, I hear lifestyle brand. I think everything. It's just whatever. Also though, you're a manifesting generator. This makes perfect sense. Like, like manifesting generators are the people like are the only type that can literally take 19 things that seemingly have nothing to do with each other and find a through line.
2: Yeah. And I've always been like that. I'm very like, I also have ADHD. So ADHD people like will pick up little hobbies for like 45 seconds and then some of them stick some of them don't did you but- know that most m-
0: people who have ADHD are manifesting generators and it like there's like a whole bunch of research going like do they actually have ADHD or is it as a child and from the time they were young they were told they have to find something and stick to it which goes against everything that you're built to do like you are not built like you are not built to get one job and stay in it forever like this is not how you're designed no. and so they like they were you like a lot of many gens will like repress, 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 repress. And then it, it like manifests as ADHD when really it, if you would have just been able to follow all of your passions and like, and like you're meant to pick things up and put them down, that's what you're meant to do. So it's like, it's so interesting. I was reading this whole study on it and like, there's all these studies going down where they're like, all of these manifesting generators may not actually have ADHD. They may just have trauma surrounding
2: like that they were never able to be their authentic self. Interesting. That is so interesting. Well, I actually just was diagnosed like a couple years ago because I, I just felt my whole thing was I could not focus, especially on packaging orders. Yeah. I was like, this can, this will take me like six hours because I cannot focus on it. Mm-hmm. Like my mind is going 600 different directions. Mm-hmm and i just it was getting so frustrating whenever i get really frustrated i know something's off yeah and i know i have to find some way to either look into it to talk to somebody about it to figure out like how do i relieve myself mm-hmm. of this frustration that i'm feeling around a big aspect of my life
0: yeah like how do i hire it out like can i what can, can i delegate I this here?
2: yes, what can I do that's within my means that can help me like fix this? But yeah, it's funny because my my mom, she she kind of let me do anything that I wanted in terms of like exploring like sports or um, theater, art, yeah. uh, all this stuff. But the one thing that she was like, she still is mad about it <laughs> is I told her I wanted to take piano and I took it for like, a year or something, which honestly was kind of a long time. And then I straight up was like, I'm not doing it anymore. And she was like, when you started this, I told you, you have to follow through. And so you're going to follow through. And I said, no, I'm not. And I guess, I don't remember this because I was so young, but I guess I went to the, I went into the class and I just like put my head on the keys and didn't say a word. Mm -hmm. And so the piano teacher was like, I can't even, what do you expect me to do? Yep. He's not going to do it. Yep. So yeah, my mom's still pissed about that. But um, I was lucky in that way that she did kind of say like, okay, you want to try soccer? Do it. Yep. You want to try this? Do that. But I, I think I it's just really
0: awesome that you found all these things that like you've been able to just kind of incorporate into your brand. And like, I love that it's your name, you know, like
2: it's you incarnated into a brand. Yeah. Well, it wasn't at first. Cause I was just so, I don't know. It's scary. It's scary to like be, to show everybody like who you really are. It's scary yeah. because now it, you can't be a brand without being like forward facing, like on the internet. Totally. And I don't want people to like bully me on the internet. You know, like yeah. I'm not, I, I have never wanted to be like an influencer or any, I've never wanted to be a person on the internet. Right. I wanted to just like make art and like fuck around. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But that's kind of not an option. No. Anymore. Have so you yeah. been, have you been utilizing the internet more? Yes and i think the only reason i have is because it i started getting customers that i don't know they kind of started building this little community oh that's cool and so it's been really cool and i've really loved like connecting with them yeah in the dms in yeah. the comments whatever it has been frustrating so again, this is so funny. This is a pattern right now, actually, is that I'm so frustrated with Instagram. I'm like, fuck Instagram. It's yep. why am I even here? I'm screaming yep. into a void. Yeah. Like, ugh. and so I was like, let me just, I'm just going to get back on TikTok and just kind of mm-hmm. see what happened. This was like as of last week. Yeah. And just sort of see what happens. Okay. Well, I put up like two videos and they already have like thousands of views, hundreds of likes. And I'm like, see, this is, I think I'm just going to stay over here now. Yeah. I think you can. I think
0: that there is like, there's so many people that are like, get on everything, get on everything, get on everything. And like what I know about the industry and like what I've witnessed and I've talked to with like other people on the show and like just clients that I've coached in business. I'm like, you don't need to be on all platforms. Now, if you want to. Sure, if you have energy for that. Sure, if that lights you up. Sure. But like I tried TikTok. It does not TikTok and I we are not friends. I got so much success on Instagram and I'm like why am I trying to like spread it out? I'm just going to I have a podcast that's
2: also on YouTube and I have an Instagram like we are Gucci. You're good. People will find you. Yeah. If people will find you and I also think Personally, I think it's my own energy with Instagram because mm. I've been so frustrated with it forever. Yeah, I think I've always had this like frustration with the algorithm and all that bullshit. That I probably just kind of manifest the lack of growth there. That's like not that. a. It's not a. You're
0: not like an energetic match for growth over there.
2: Yeah, sort of. Yeah. And um and I was so resistant. To, I mean, everybody's like you have to be on TikTok, you have to get on TikTok, you have to get. And I'm like, I don't want to be on TikTok. I don't want to do one more thing. Right? You know, because again, I do, I don't want to be an internet per- person, right? I have a business, I have a life. Yeah. I've got a dog that's snoring behind me. Yeah. I have a disease that requires 24-hour attention, like Right. I've got a lot going on. Yeah. You know? Tell um, me
0: about then, because a lot of people are gonna are gonna hear that and they're gonna go, "Wait, you're not using the internet to build your business? How do you build your business then?" So, what are the ways in which you like really generate like new customers for your business?
2: Yeah. Well, so it is. It is a lot of Instagram. Yeah. Like once, once I do find the people, they tend to stay, which okay. has been something I'm very proud of. Is my retention rate on customers is like really high. Oh, that's great. I almost, it's like, it's like 80% or something have bought something, have bought like another purchased again. I mean, I, when I find brands I like, why go somewhere else? Why go somewhere else? I know. So I'm, it makes me really happy that that is the case. I think I would be worried if everybody was like a one and done, Mm. which can actually happen a lot with jewelry. Because jewelry is such a personal thing and it's, you want to buy something and you just want to wear it all the time. Yep. And that's honestly what I wanted to make. I wanted to make stuff that people could buy one of and just wear with everything. Mm -hmm. But that is hard if you actually want to like make money and like grow your business. Right. So there's that also word of mouth has been huge for me. I'll get people that will like email me, they'll buy my perfume and they'll like email me like, oh my God, this is the best perfume I've ever had. I love it, blah, blah, blah. And I always ask like, where did you find it? You know? Yeah. And they'll say, oh, I was at Trader Joe's and the cashier smelled so good. And I asked her what she was wearing and she said it was blood sugar baby, which I thought was so weird. So I remembered it and then I went home and bought it. So, it's stuff like that that has been so helpful and just kind of cool to see how it connects and goes down.
0: Mm-hmm. How important do you think, like, authenticity and like being yourself is in running a business?
2: Extremely important. I think, but I also wish that there was a new word for authenticity. Yeah. You know, it kind of feels like it's one of those words that's getting like self care. Yeah.
0: Like it just gets, I call it, I mean, on this show, we call it becoming like being an acoustic entrepreneur.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Acoustic self. Yeah. Because I do think people can, especially with the rise of TikTok, people can like find bullshit very quickly. People's
0: bullshit meter is really high and their, their attention span is nothing.
2: Attention span, low
0: bullshit meter high. Yeah. Attention span is worse than my six-year-old. Oh, it's horrible. Yeah.
2: And well, that's also a reason why marketing and advertising is so different. It's so different. Before, you, if you took a, if putting an ad in Vogue or something was like a huge deal. Yeah. Now, what would be the point? What would be the no, point? Nobody's going to see it. First Nobody. of all, who's going and opening up the magazine. Yeah. Second of all, you're flying past the ads. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. And things on social media, on Instagram, on TikTok. Um, you know, it's just sort of the way it has to be done now. And podcasting also, like podcasting is a whole other new world kind new of frontier. It's kind of a new frontier. Mm-hmm. Um, and I have found so many brands that I love now through finding them on podcasts. Yeah, like ads on podcasts. Yeah. Well, ads on podcasts, but also listening to because I listen to a some like businessy type, but kind of like yours. Yeah. And you hear these entrepreneurs and you're like, oh, I gotta check out their brand. Yeah. And like, oh, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So well, it's-, it's true. I mean,
0: I think, well, word of mouth is huge. I think that you you nailed it when you said like people will always tell people what they like. Always. Yeah. And people love to tell other people what they like. Yes. And so like, if you run a brand where you are just like, you are Natalie, there are like what you see is what you get. Not only are they going to feel that when buying your product, they're going to feel that when they interact with like you as a customer service, you know, you as a business owner, you as a designer, they're going to feel that, that authenticity, right. That we talk about, but then they're also going to go and they're going to tell everyone else. Yeah. Like, how many times have you used a brand? Like I will be the first one if I use a brand. I'm like, yeah, you know what? I loved, loved that pair of shoes. The people in that store are terrible. I'm never going back.
2: Yes. So well, it is like, it's both. It's both. And I, I've just been, um, I just had a, um, astrology reading and it was so good. I've been like screaming about her for days. Who is she? You know, her name's Kayla k money, I think is k money.biz. I think is her email or her uh, website. Yeah. Uh, If anybody is listening and needs an astro reading, Oh my God, I've had a million of them. And she by far is like the best ever. Ooh,
0: I want to go to her. I had an oath oracle reading. What is Um, that? Oh, another amazing reading from uh, her name is oath oracle on Instagram. And she's like, she does a lot of like astrology for business. Oh God. See, and um,
2: this is the thing. See Pour now mouth. to go look at them. I'm gonna. Yep. The, uh, well, I mean,
0: you know, and everybody who's listening to this show, that's why I actually think that you're right with podcasting, because also everybody who listens to a podcast, like anybody who listens to my show, trusts me as a mm-hmm. podcast host, as a business, as an entrepreneur, as a business coach, whatever. And Anybody that I bring on to my show, they're going to go, oh, well, Danielle, Danielle did the like background
2: check. So I don't have to. Well, that, and the people that are listening to your podcast are all probably kind of the same type of people. Totally. So it's like, you're, you're meeting your target audience just by like doing this. Talking into a microphone. (laughs) Yeah. And so that's such a cool thing to to think about because there, you know, there's a million podcasts and like, I'm not going to be on 99.999999999% of them. Right. But the little tiny amount that I would be on, oh, yeah. there are podcasts that like this, where it's the same kind of target demo. Yep. And it just works
0: too. We like I mean, as soon as shit. your agent, yeah. I mean, as soon as your agency emailed me, I was like, yes,
2: like, yes. Well, even the fact that like we know what, um, human design is and all that. Like it's all the same girlies over here. Totally. We're all the same people. It's all the same.
0: Yeah. I love one of the things, like one of the the points that I got in email about you was you said using your imposter syndrome as a launch pad for success.
2: Yeah. I want to know about that. I still have like mad imposter syndrome. But I think, so this is kind of back to the entrepreneurial thing. I also have a podcast, my best friend and I do. It's called, Am I Doing This Right? And that was sort of born out of imposter syndrome because we had graduated college. We had no idea what we were doing. Yeah. And it seemed like everybody else did, you know, with when in reality, no one else did. Nobody else did. <laughs> but we were like, okay, so we're just going to look like idiots. Right. We're gonna go on a podcast and we're going to say like, hey, everybody, we have no idea what how health insurance works. We right. have absolutely no idea. So we did all the work for you and we're going to let you know what it is. I love that. Because we figured out like, okay, so nobody wants to admit that. We have no fucking idea what we're doing. Everybody kind of wants to keep this like professional, like, yes, of course I know what a 401k is and like how to put my money into it and how to invest and all this shit. Nobody teaches us any of that, but we all pretend like we know it, right? Right. And so we just thought, let's just get on the podcast. We'll look like idiots. We don't care. And it turns out that that has launched us into you know we have a pretty successful podcast yeah and we get emails and dms all the time that are like this is so helpful we don't make any money off of it either we it's truly like a passion project where we're yeah. just like we love that we can help right. other people that were in that same spot right right you know it ends and well and then it ends
0: up being a funnel for you as well like it's really just like another place you know
1: yeah for you to and just
0: be
2: and you get to network with people and you get to, um, you know, just have really enriching conversations. Yeah. So that's yeah. a
0: gift in itself. What do you think some of like the biggest, cause yeah, how long has your brand been officially built? We're going on six years in August. Congratulations.
2: Thank you. What are some of the biggest like ahas you've had along the way? Definitely that you have to listen to your intuition. And going with your gut, even if it's scary, because I've had... Um, are you a gut manifesting generator? Sacral, sacral. or emotional?
0: Sacral. Yeah, sacral. yeah. So you have gut intuition, yeah.
2: Yeah. Which is hard to follow because like you were saying earlier, it's a lot of the, well, what if, what it's not if logical.
0: Are... No. The gut and the spleen are not logical at all. So like if you are in human design, if you are a gut or a splenic intuition you will fight your ego, which is trying to be logical all the time.
2: Yes. Yeah. And of course, and just the fact that we're all trying to do things in a way that it was done. Mm, yes. And everything has broken apart and shattered and we're starting over. Yeah. Much. Like this is a whole new thing. Whole new thing. And yep. We're still kind of thinking that we're living in this other world that we're not living in anymore. And it was so weird. Like so, summer 2019, I had this gut feeling. I was like, "I'm, I'm going direct to consumer. I'm pulling everything out. I'm, I'm not. I'm fixing all. I'm redoing all my prices, so it's all going to be wholesale. Which means I, I'm selling it at wholesale. Like, and I'm not going to be wholesale for anybody else because they're not going to mark it up anymore. So I thought this is either going to fuck me over or this is the right thing to do. Right. And of course, everybody said, don't do that. You have to have, I like being, being in retail is mm-hmm. such a big thing for jewelry because you've got eyes on it. Yeah. It's a, you know, stuff like that. And, um, I just thought, I, I don't know what's telling me to do it, but I have to do it. Yeah. So I did it and I was freaked out. Then we had a little pandemic happen and all of the brands that told me not to do that were scrambling because they didn't have an online presence. Right. So I was like, you just have to go with your gut. Yeah. I had the same thing happen um, last year. I can't remember. I can't remember when it was, but um, I just thought like there's something about gold that's not going to work anymore. And so I need to think of an alternate. So I started offering um, double... It's like double-plated, but it's plated brass. Okay. And then gold skyrocketed like two months later. Skyrocketed. So if I was still selling all gold, I mean, all the pieces that I had before that were already expensive, I would have to double it. Yeah. So then who's buying it? Right. And I was thinking even myself, like a lot of my customers are around my age. And we don't have five grand to throw down on a, on a bangle. Right. And so if I can't even do that, why would I make my brand, you know, you know, like it just doesn't make sense. Well, it's interesting Um, too, because I think
0: people are valuing different things now too. Like even people that like could afford that, like they're, people are spending more money on experiences now. So like when it comes to jewelry, when it comes to more like the convenience things in life, like, yeah, you're right. I think they have to be worth it for people. 100. Without compromising your quality. Because I've also seen people like compromise their quality and I'm like, raise your prices. Raise your yeah.
2: prices. <laughs> uh, that's hard for me too. I know. Like, I honestly should raise my prices, uh, but I just... That's a whole other thing. I'm sure you've gone through that too, where it's like, it's hard to do it. Yeah. Yeah. I have a client
0: that, um, she's incredible. She's a, she does like wedding stationery and oh, she cool. like anything from like your invites to your save the dates, to your table cards. To like, I mean, this girl, the way her brain works, I mean, you guys would probably get along great. Cause you're artistic also like the way that she designs an invitation. I'm like, I have no idea what you just did, I've but you're really freaking talented. And she was having a lot of fear around raising her prices as well. And I like helped her raise them. And she like more like about, she like doubled them at least. (gasps) And she's like, people are no longer like, I'm losing some clients. And I said, but you're going to get the clients that you actually want. And it's going to free up your plate. So you're not having to do... 12 jobs a month for a lower price, you're going to free up your time. You're going to have more time with your family. You're going to have more time to do the shit you actually want to be doing, and you'll have to take less clients. And she's having her best month ever this month
2: or in April.
0: She had her best month ever.
2: Yeah. It's like quadrupled her income. Oh my God. Good for her. Mm -hmm. That is so awesome. Yeah. It's just a lot of entrepreneurship. I honestly think is such a spiritual and like self. Almost like a self-help sort of thing. Like you learn so much about yourself. And even through it sounds dumb. Like, how does pricing tell me so much about myself? But it's like, wow, okay, I have some like self-worth issues or here. Money trauma.
0: Yeah. Like because, nobody's you're not raising your prices if you have any issues with your money. Like if you have like a weird money story,
2: or if you have like money saboteurs, you're never gonna raise your prices. Exactly. And that's all stuff I'm working on right now. Like I'm journaling about it, I'm like learning about subconscious beliefs, all of that's that shit, shit. I'm, I'm like deep into it because, you know, I do struggle with things like that, and, and I am in, and that's the other thing about entrepreneurship is like I'm never going to know all the answers. Mm-mm. It's gonna constantly evolve. Right. So if somebody is listening to this and and they're like, oh, you know, she just says. fuck all all the rules and it works. Okay. It takes a lot to to get there though. So for me to get to the point of raising my prices, it's so uncomfortable. Yeah. It's so uncomfortable for me. And it takes a lot.
0: Have you read a book called, uh, it's called Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself and it's by Joe Dispenza. No, but I love Joe Dispenza. Yeah. You should read that book. It's all about reframing the subconscious and like where it actually comes from scientifically.
2: Oh, I love that shit. Yeah. I love when there's like a scientific, like quantum physics-y thing in the back. Like manifestation is law of attraction. Like it's
0: all science. It's all science. So like people are like, oh, I don't believe in that. I believe in science. I'm like, atoms are 99.9999999% energy. Yeah.
2: Oh, I'm sure that you've seen that like split test. Oh yeah. That changed the game for me. Same. Oh same this is all just made up <laughs> same.
0: And the, 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 the test they did on skiers, like visual visualizing the life that you want. It was all about like visualization and like how the brain doesn't know the difference. Yeah. And so like they took this two group, they took this group of skiers, like ski, um, ski jumpers, and they attached like the electrodes to their brain to see their brain activity while they actually did their jumps. And then they had them just visualize their run. The brain reacted
2: the exact same way. So fascinating. Isn't that crazy? So fascinating. And how we really do just like sort of project the things that, I mean, perception honestly is reality. Yes. That's really, truly it. Another thing that I've learned about life through my business and all of this is that you have to, like, if you have a want for something or a desire for something, or you're like, oh, I, I want this to go a certain way. That's because you're supposed to do it. Yes. That's like you're supposed to follow that. That's higher self. That's universe. Why else would you have the desire? Yeah. Because that's other higher people, self. Same. Other people hey. don't have the same desire as you. Yeah. It's because that's part of your path. Yeah. So you have to do it, even though yeah. it's scary as shit, you know?
0: Mm hmm. Well, and that fear, like that's just your ego coming up to try to be like, oh, I don't know. Cause the fear likes to say the same. It likes familiarity, like ego likes familiarity, loves familiarity. So if, if we're entrepreneurs and we're trying to grow and we're trying to scale and we're trying to like add new product types to our jewelry line, like we're trying to add perfume to our jewelry line, like that's going to very much affect your, your ego, your ego is going to be like, oh, I don't know, Natalie, like, this is scary. Are you sure? And I always say like the, the way, you know, if it's your higher self or your ego, if it's your ego, you're going to feel like an all of a sudden panic. It's going to be like, it felt fine, 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 fine. Now, all of a sudden I'm freaking out about this. That's usually your ego. And like, it's okay to be like, you know what? I got you, baby girl. Like you're okay. I think of my ego as like a a child. Like, it's just like a wounded child. That's just like, you know, sad and like just very much like needing love. Like that's my ego. And if it's your higher self, it's something that you just feel like you just know that you're meant to mix your metals. You know that you're meant to add new products to your line. You know, like you just know, like that's really the biggest difference.
2: Yeah. And I think that I was always under the impression when I heard stuff like that on podcasts and reading about, you know, oh, you'll just know, and I think I was sort of confused about it because I thought it'll just be a very peaceful knowing. When it's like, it's not. You know, like, well, at least in my experience, I know what I have to do. That doesn't take away from the fact that it scares the shit out of me, right? It's all and growth, it's hard, and that is hard to do. It's not like oh, perfectly peaceful. Ah, oh, yes, it all fell together. Yeah you know, there's still work involved and there's still, you have to move through the emotions and the thoughts and everything. But once you do, it always works out. It always works out. Even if you think it's not, it is. Right. Even when it, even when it
0: seems bad, it's there for a reason. Yeah. You're 27. You'll be 28. I'm 28. You're 28. So you're in your Saturn return, like as we
2: speak. Right. Right about there. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like in the pre shadow or whatever.
0: Yeah. I'm nervous. (laughs) After 30, 30, you're like, you go, Oh my gosh, all that stuff. Like all that stuff that you're like afraid of now that scares the shit out of you now in three years, you're going to be like, Like I I used to be so afraid of things. Like, just like, Oh, I know what I have to do, but I'm so afraid to do it. Oh, And I would have that like pit in my stomach. And then as soon as my Saturn finished and I was like 31, I was like, don't have time for that. Like, Oh, this is what we're doing. Like there was no question. It's so, so crazy. Like the way that people, like the relationships you have, like, I'm excited for you.
2: Thank you. I mean, yeah, it's exciting and scary just like everything else. And I think another element that kind of maybe blocks people from wanting to take the risks is that element of like, you have to be online. So if it fails, (laughs) everybody can see it.
0: Everybody can see it
2: which is so scary. But um, mm-hmm. you know, you got to So do people don't, don't care doing. about you as much as you care about you. That's true. That is very true. Like people are not paying that much attention. No, it's it's a, like
1: a re.
0: It's so funny. My fiance this, this is kind of off topic, but my fiance this weekend we were at Stagecoach. We she had she's a fitness model. And so she had booked okay. this really really big job. And she was also like working at Stagecoach, so she like kind of double booked, but like was going to fly out early and go there and like do this big shoot, which was like in like Boulder, Colorado, like high altitude trail running, right. For this big company. And it all ended up falling apart because like the weather was bad. They needed her fly early. She couldn't fly. Like, it was just like a lot of weird things. And she was like, I can't believe I failed. I'm like, you didn't fail this. The universe gave you what you wanted most. And even though you're having an ego battle right now where you're like, logically, I should have just done it and I should have just gone early. What if actually you just following your joy and like being where you really wanted to be and not having to rush the airport and not having to be exhausted? What
2: if that actually is just opening you up for what's actually coming to you? Oh, my God. Yes. And all of that, really, I think it's fighting the should Oh, I because used I to should me and need. Oh yeah, I used to should all over my life. Yeah, yeah, and but and the and the question is, I guess that we have to all ask ourselves is why? Why should I? You know, I think. Well, we're sages, so we just we have to have fun. Like it's a, it's at my core. I have to be having fun, and I think about it all the time. Like, what is the point of being here on planet Earth? If you're not
0: having fun, what's the fucking point? Right. Like if it's not a full body, yes. And you're not finding joy in what you're doing. Why? 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 I agree. You know, it seems like you're having a lot of fun with your brand.
2: I am. I have so much fun with it. I like really, really love it. And so, and I think that that's also part of the problem with me and the masculine energy thing is that I can't turn it off. Like I want to con, I have to. I feel like I have to constantly be working on it because I do love it so much. Yeah. I feel that. Um, So, but I have to find the balance. That is something that I have to do. And that is something that is a knowing for me. Like I have to figure this out Yeah, and it's something that I'm struggling with, but it's also something that I'm actively working on and, and know that it will help me in the long run. Oh, you'll get there. I mean,
0: I would say like, once your Saturn is finished, like, It'll almost be like, it just happens. Like you just, yeah. you just wake up one day and you're like, I don't need to oh. hustle so hard.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But and I'm looking forward to that day. It's going to happen.
0: <laughs> You'll be exhausted until then, but it'll happen. Yeah. It'll happen.
2: <laughs> um, okay. So tell me,
0: A, your podcast is called, am I doing this right? Yes. Anywhere you listen to podcasts?
2: Anywhere. Sweet. And how often do we episodes release? Every week. Sweet. Thank you. Yeah. We're coming up on a hundred episodes. So amazing. Yeah. We're excited about it. We really love it. So yeah, we're at, am I doing this right pod on Instagram? Right. And, um, tell me about your brand. Where can people find it? Yeah. People can find me if you're an Instagram girly at shop Natalie McMillan. And I also, I think the easiest way I have so many different like website things going on, but if you go to Natalie dash McMillan.com, there's like this big colorful thing and it says, click here to shop. And if you click that, it'll take you to my shop. Great. Because it also, it's this other thing where it's a newsletter. Cause I send out a monthly newsletter about random shit that has nothing to do with my business or my podcast or anything. Yeah. But that's just a fun little thing that I do that, that people like to read. So you can also sign up for that there. Yeah. If you want. So we
0: go to shop Natalie McMillan on Instagram, natalie-mcmillan.com.
2: And go you buy should, some jewelry. Are you wearing your jewelry right now? Yeah, you know I can't wear anybody else's because, yeah. like, the one thing that I wear that's not mine, people are like, "Oh my god, I love that!" I'm right? Like,
0: oh. I love those earrings. That you, for those of you who are listening to this and not watching this, she's wearing these like hoops with like dice hanging from them. They're sick.
2: Yeah, these are my true romance hoops. Yeah,
0: they're. they're sick. The yeah, mood. y'all need to go and like shop her line, like. ASAP, like 10 minutes ago. I mean, they're probably already doing it, honestly. While they were listening, they were probably
2: shopping. <laughs> I hope so. Because I love, I honestly love seeing when the sales come through, it's like, it's not just that it's the sale. I love seeing the name. Mm. I love seeing if they follow me on Instagram and I, I'll go look. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, this is that person. Like, I love talking to them. It's That's so awesome. much more to me than just like a sale. So. It's more like I can meet people through it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Are you in LA? I am. I'm like close to LA, so we're
0: going to have to hang. Okay. Yeah. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll do, we'll do some, some dinner and drinks maybe. Would love it. All right, my girl, you're amazing. Thank you so much for sharing. Like, like time is such a gift and like, you've just given us so many gems and nuggets. And I know everybody is just like taking notes. So thank you so much.
2: Thank you for having me. It was such a, such a pleasure.
0: Oh, she is so fun. She's so fun. Thank you for that episode. Thank you for all the things you share. Please go check out uh, her line. It is so freaking cute. Uh, go get her newsletter, all the things. Like She's amazing. And I just think that you will really, really love to follow her. If you love this episode, go subscribe to the podcast. Uh, at Apple, in Apple Podcasts. If you click that plus sign in the right-hand corner, it subscribes you to our show. That helps us grow this more. Please leave us a five-star rating. Maybe write us a review uh, if you're feeling extra generous today. That is how we grow this podcast. And I have such huge dreams of growing this podcast to a number one globally recognized show and I need your help to do it. So any way that you can share this would be awesome. And uh, we'll be back on Friday for another Unplugged episode. I love y'all so much. Talk to you soon.